here in Eclipse FC, and today's episode or mini rant is about the idea of when do we start expecting our players age-wise, when do we expect them to be able to start connecting passes and looking to pass um, versus stressing dribble, dribble, dribble. And this was brought to my attention on Twitter by Scott Nelson at Hattrick. 10 H-A-T-R-I-C-K-1-0, and he was kind of just throwing that out there um, about the struggle of when when do we start allowing our younger players to start connecting with one another and sharing, and the idea of at their age of what they are in kindergarten and um, what have you at school, you stress sharing and sharing and sharing, and then all of a sudden in the sports field or of you know, soccer, we start talking about, hey, I want you to keep the ball at your feet and attack players. And this resonated with me because it came up in a club coaches meeting that I held uh, probably a month, month, month and a half ago. And the idea of, I was kind of the idea that was brought up by one of the club coaches was that I would rather have them comfortable on the ball when they're younger. So dribbling, dribbling, dribbling. And then the idea of I can teach them to pass when they get the age of 12 or 13. Um, and one of the things that has come up just from conversations that I have had is that I don't know if there's a black and white answer to this one in terms of dribbling and passing and which one to focus on the most. What I think I am picking up on and what I want to start sharing with my coach is the idea of decision-making. Dribbling for the sake of dribbling um, I think we'd all agree isn't always the best option. So the idea of dribbling at a defender that causes them to step toward me will then open up um, passing options for me and for my teammates. Um, so the idea of just turning and then trying to beat two, three, four people off the dribble, knowing when to go and when not to, I think is more important and it's one of those things that I'm starting to learn more as I get better with this director of coaching thing and with becoming a better coach overall is having more of those, you know, why, when, how questions and sessions with my players um, in terms of like, when do you think right, right now we're building out of the back, for instance, is this the time that I want to see if I can take someone on 1v1? Or is there an opportunity where maybe I can utilize the, the uh, pass where the ball will move quickly um, to play out? I know with John Kokoris, he preaches with his teams that they, in the defensive third, are always looking to pass as much as possible because the ball can move quicker than one player with the ball at their feet. I love that idea. Um, but this one, it resonated, I think, at the younger ages, so like, for instance, my future series that I'm working to develop, which are ages four to seven, I want them to dribble, 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 get as many touches on the ball as possible. I'm not worried about, at that age, the idea of developing um, soccer IQ and decision-making, but I think as you start to get into more um, organized soccer, so the U9, U10, etc., kind of ages, U8, I think there has to be an expectation that players start to realize that I cannot just go and beat people every time I get the ball because there may be a better option out there. Um, 
and I'm going to be t- uh, writing up a medium blog post on this as well, just to kind of get my ideas a little bit more organized and to get more feedback from people and to share with my coaches. But again, um, I thought it was a really good kind of thing that was brought up was um, someone said, yeah, with my players, they can't pass. They don't connect. And so then the one of the comments back, which I thought was really cool on Twitter, was that, well, that is more of a reflection of the coach than the players in terms of then that means that's something they need to work on. That's a dead giveaway. Um, so prolonging it or putting it off longer and saying, look, we'll just continue to try to beat teams off the dribble. Um, at some point, you're gonna you're gonna hit kind of a, a wall and find that you're gonna end up just struggling to build out of the back or and what have you. And the only way to get these players to start recognizing those is to put them in those challenging positions where, like, look, this may not be the best time to go with the dribble. Let's utilize the pass um, and then go from there. So I I'm a big firm believer in building out of the back. Um, it's one of those things that I'm really trying to just slowly introduce to my coaches and my club. I know there's going to be some headaches because, yes, at the age of seven, eight, nine, um, you know, strength of foot, you know, decision making, just ability with the soccer ball overall will kind of sometimes play a part in this. But I think the challenges and the problem solving has to start at that U8, U9, U10 age group so that when we get to the 11 v 11 it's not so much us worrying about body position or where you're at for building out of the back or combination play it's now working on some other bigger things like third man runs and um, other fun little things that like for me with my older groups that I'm starting to losing your man I'm focusing more on like throw-ins and how we can get to the other channel on the other side um, just really cool little things like that. But I think there has to be a basis, basic foundation set up. And I think we sometimes get so caught up in the dribble, 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 um, that sometimes we just, we, we kind of, I don't want to say stunt the growth of our players, but they need to be challenged to, Hey, can we get that pass to the next person? <laughs> Excuse me. And which is one of the reasons why my build out of the back, I try to simplify it with my, for my 7v7 and 9v9 teams in terms of, hey, when we get the ball with our keeper one, can we get an initial team shape where we're creating options to play out? That should occur every single time that our keeper has it um, or our center back, et cetera, et cetera. And then can we connect that first pass? And then the challenge will be as they continue to get better is can we connect to the second pass? Like so my center back gets the ball from my keeper on a rollout. And then we look to play maybe to my outside back or through my defensive mid. Um, and then you start, uh, you know, layering in the idea of uh, combination play and all that kind of things um, as they get older. But again, I think it's an awesome conversation and a really good one to look at dribbling versus the passing type of thing. And again, like I said, I think both can occur, um, but there has to be a large emphasis on problem solving for this player and not so much the coach layering or laying out every single option for them it's a great way for them to learn from that and goes back to another idea um, that I've been really picking up on from John Kikoris the idea of working on 2v1s, number up situations 2v1s, 3v1s, 3v2s 
time to utilize the dribble, when's the time to utilize the pass and all the little decisions that go into all of that. So, hey, this is Karen with the Clips FC, train to develop, play to win.